In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The Gospel of the day from John chapter 16, and these words the Lord spoke to his disciples on covenant Thursday, actually at night, few hours before his arrest and his trial and his crucifixion. So the Lord mentioned many facts in this chapter. The first fact that in the world we will have tribulation. You will weep and lament, but the world rejoice. Many people under until now, they don't understand this fact. And they believe that if I am a righteous person, if I am a godly man, I should not suffer. Because in their mind, they are connecting suffering with sin. But suffering entered into the world, yes, because of the fall of Adam and Eve. But not necessarily that each one who suffer, he suffers because of his sins. You remember, the, uh, the man who was born blind, they asked the Lord Jesus Christ, who sent this man or his parents that he was born blind? And the Lord, he said, neither this man nor his parent, but that God may be glorified in him. Actually, one of the requirement of the discipleship is to carry our cross and follow our master, which means we should suffer. Uh, St. Paul said, all those who want to live godly will be persecuted. All those who want to live godly will be persecuted. Simply because we are not of the world. That's why the world hates us and the world persecutes us. So this is the first fact. But the second fact, that our sorrow will turn into joy. Our sorrow will turn into joy. Either here on earth, and we see many uh, stories in the scripture, how the sorrow of the people, when they suffered for the name of Christ, it turned into joy. But also, some people, this joy will not experience in its full meaning here on earth. But when they go to heaven, like in the story of Lazarus and the rich man, Lazarus continued all his life here on earth suffering until he died and went into the bosom of Abraham. And there he started to uh, find the comfort and the consolation and the joy. Having said this, I like to explain a very important point. The children of God, while they were suffering here on earth, they actually experienced joy because the Christian joy comes from within, not from outside. So what did I mean when I said some people will not 
find joy here on earth but in eternal life. I meant by this statement, the suffering may continue during the whole life on earth, like Lazarus. And they find the relief from suffering when they go to heaven, the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light of your sins. Look at the stories of the martyrs. They suffered. St. George suffered for many years. St. Abanub, the patron saint of this church, suffered for so many years. But at the end, when they were martyred, their suffering ended by going to heaven. But while they were suffered here, during their suffering here, they have this peace and joy that comes from within. So the first fact, we will suffer. Second fact, the suffer will turn into joy. Third fact, as the Lord said, nobody can take this joy away from us. He told them, I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. No one will take from you. And this is the major difference between the joy of the world or the happiness that comes from the world and the joy that's fruit of the Spirit. The joy that's fruit of the Spirit comes from within, comes from the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Trinity within our hearts. That's why we see Paul and Silas were chanting and rejoicing while they were in prison. We see Peter was in deep sleep while he was in prison. And the following day, he was presented to be executed. We see how Daniel in the lion's den was rejoicing. We see how the three young men in the furnace of fire was, was rejoicing. No one will take the joy from our heart because this joy comes from heaven, comes from the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. And what are the sources of this joy? The Lord mentioned many sources of this joy. Uh, the first source of the joy is the presence that we, when we realize the presence of God with us. As the Lord say, said, I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. <coughs> Seeing God and feeling his presence in my heart, this will make the person joyful from within. Because I know if God is with me, nobody will be against me. I know that God will make all things, all things with no exception, work out for good to those who love him. I know the promises of God when he told us, don't be afraid. I am with you all the days and unto the end of the ages. So the presence of God will bring joy into our heart. And those who live a godly life, they will feel the presence of God in their hearts. Another thing that will bring joy 
is our prayer. As the Lord said, until now you did not ask anything in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Praying in the name of Christ will bring joy into our heart. Because when we stand before God, we will receive from His grace, we receive from His peace, we receive from His joy. Regardless what the answer of God to our prayer would be, God can say yes to our prayer, God can say no to our prayer, God can say not now to our prayer. So answering the prayer not necessarily means God will say yes. But whatever answer would be, we will be joyful. One time, St. Paul asked God to heal him from the thorn in the flesh. And he prayed for this three times. And in the three times, God told him, no, no, no. And God told him, my grace is sufficient. Why you want healing? My grace is sufficient for you. And God revealed to St. Paul that he is protecting him from pride. If he is healed, maybe he will rely on his health, his talent, his gifts, not on God. That's why God told him, my power works perfect in your weakness. So when you realize that you are weak, you will rely on my grace then my power will work to its perfection in you. What was the response of St. Paul? He said, I rejoice in my infirmity that the grace of God may come upon me because when I am weak, I am strong. So although God told him, no, I will not heal you, but St. Paul said, I rejoice in my infirmity. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, St. Paul said, Be anxious over nothing. Don't worry about anything. But in everything you are anxious about, through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So what would bring joy in my heart? The presence of God, prayer. Number three, the love of God the Father toward us. This will bring joy. As the Lord said, uh, in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, in my name, he will give you. And he said, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and you believed that I came out from the Father. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. And here I want to emphasize one of the main goals 
of the incarnation of the Son of God, that we develop a relationship with the Father. No one has seen the Father. No one has known the Father. But the only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father has revealed him to us. So the Lord here, during his ministry on earth, he revealed the Father to us. And he reconciled us with the Father on the cross. And he wants us to have children-father relationship with the Father. He encouraged us in prayer to talk to the Father and to address him, our Father who art in heaven. Before the incarnation, there was enmity between us and the Father. But Jesus came to abolish this enmity, to reconcile us with the Father. That's why he said, the Father loves you because you believed in me. Those who are reconciled with the Father are those who believed in the Son. So if I don't believe in the Son, I will not be reconciled to the Father. I cannot have peace with the Father without believing in the Son <coughs> and loving the Son. So he said, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and believed that I came forth from God. And this love of the Father toward us brings joy because now we are his children. And as St. Paul said in Romans 8, if we are children, we are heirs. The fact we are children, this means we are eligible for inheritance, the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven. And because we are children, God granted us the heavenly citizenship. As St. Paul said in Philippians, our citizenship is in heaven. See how many people become joyful and congratulate one another when they get the American citizenship. What about the heavenly citizenship? Believing in the Son and loving the Son will make the Father love us and grant us the heavenly citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven. So this revelation, the love of God the Father, brings joy to our heart. The Lord told us, do not fear, little flock. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So God, because he loved us, God the Father, it is his joy, it is his pleasure to give us the kingdom of heaven. That's why the Lord is saying to us, don't fear little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So what brings joy to my heart? This joy that no one can take from me, the presence of God, the prayer in Jesus' name, and the love of the Father. Also, the intercession of the Son before the Father on my behalf. The Son ascended and entered into the Holy of the Holies with his own blood in order to be our intercessor in heaven before the Father. St. Paul explained this in Romans chapter 8. 
that Jesus actually is the judge and Jesus also is our intercessor. Who is the accuser? Satan. So when Satan brings accusation against any one of us, before the Father and before the Son, the Son, as our lawyer, he will say, our intercessor, yes, this person committed such a sin, but he believed in me, and he repented, and he confessed his sin, took responsibility for it, and he came and took from my body and my blood, and my body and my blood given for salvation, forgiveness of sin, and eternal life. And I died on the cross on his behalf. I carried his sin in my body. And here is my blood. is an evidence that I died for him. So charges against this person will be dismissed. So any charges that Satan will bring against us will be dismissed when we believe in him, when we obey him, when we repent, confess, and partake of his body and his blood. He's our intercessor before the Father. As he said, I will ask the Father for you. The last point, what brings joy to our heart, that Jesus have, has overcome the world. As he told us, in the world you'll have many tribulations, but be of good, of good cheer, I have overcome the world. His victory is our victory. When we abide in him and he abide in us. So he in us will defeat the world. He in us will defeat Satan. He will us will abolish the power of the devil. So when we abide in him and he abide in us, then Satan will have no power over us. The world will have no power over us because we abide in him and he abide in us. So the Lord <coughs> told us many reasons why we should be joyful and this joy no one will take from us because of the presence of God in our life, because when we pray in Jesus' name, God will answer our prayer, because God the Father loves us, and because he loves us, he will bring joy into our heart, because the Son is interceding on our behalf by his own blood in the heaven, and also the Son overcame the world for our sake. So his victory became our victory. He took our nature. He took our human nature. God in his divinity, definitely he can overcome the world. But the fact he took our humanity and he defeated the world and overcame the world in our humanity, that in him we can also def defeat the world. That's why, yes, one part or one fact is we will suffer. We will have cross to carry. But the other fact, this suffering will turn into a joy, into a permanent joy that no one 
will be able to take from us. Let us glorify him and praise him that he turned everything into our benefit. He turned the sorrow, the tribulation, the hardship at the end into our joy. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.